The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports NFL Podcast. Can't even call it daily because it is like five times a day in your feed. That's right. Um, Five times a day. I don't know how many that was. Anyway, um, join me. Because we got another emergency press conference, another Patriots-centric emergency press conference. Barely put Bill Belichick's, the bow on Bill Belichick's Hall of Fame career in New England before we got to bring back Tyler Sullivan to talk about the fact that New England, the Pats, the first team to hire a coach as well, the last team to fire one, as far as we know, and the first team to hire one, have signed, sealed, and delivered Gerard Mayo. As the new Patriots coach, Sully, what's up, buddy? What's going on, Will? Crazy 24 hours up here in New England. Yeah. I will say that, to put it mildly. All right, let's, Um, by the way, you're watching the chat. Longtime Pick 6 podcast listeners who are jumping on early in the morning on a Friday. Say what's up to Debo in the chat. Sully, you, um, you're a Patriots fan. I mean, and like you're a, you're a journalist. I'm not trying to discredit your journalism skills, yeah, but I think I like you. we're young, we're 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 young enough where it's like, all right, we're not going to play this little you can be shell game where we pretend like we don't love football teams. Um, what 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 is what is little Tyler Sullivan, the inner Patriots fan, and you, the non-hardened <laughs> journalist? Uh, how what's your reaction to this hiring Gerard Mayo, who? Has he even he hadn't even, he was was he he hadn't even been a court was he defensive coordinator? No, he, he's never he, even been a coordinator throughout his entire tenure. He's been the inside linebackers coach, linebackers coach, but over the last few years, de facto defensive coordinator under Bill Belichick, he has been very weird with naming coordinators. It's yes. always you have to wait a few years and then you become the coordinator in title. Never happened with Mayo. Never happened with Brian. M- multiple Flores. seasons in the last ten years yeah. with no name coordinators. Yeah. It happened with Patricia. It happened with, you know, it happened with Josh McDaniels. Both sides of the ball, yeah. Go, go down the list. It's happened all the time. Charlie Weiss. Yep, exactly. It doesn't mean that the responsibilities of the defensive coordinator were not on his shoulders, which they were. And I'm excited about this, this hiring for a couple of different reasons. One, I think that 
keeping continuity in the organization is important to at least try as much as you want to say, okay, let's rip it up. It was, you know, Belichick, his, his voice went hollow. It's time to move on. Okay. You can make those arguments, but there's still a culture that's been intact here for the last 20 some odd years that you should at least try to salvage and try to bring in. So whether it was Mike Vrabel or Gerard Mayo, I was very interested to keep that culture intact to just see what a new voice would do to that culture and bring some kind of new blood and new life to it. So ultimately, I like it from that regard. I like it because I think Gerard Mayo is a fantastic coach, and I think he's a great leader. Everything that anybody says about him is great guy, great leader, smart, knows the game. I'm pretty confident in his in-game capabilities. I'm confident in his defensive capabilities, whether or not he keeps the defensive play calling duties or not, that remains to be seen. The big question that I have, and we'll get into it, is the offense. Is it Bill O'Brien running the show, staying as offensive coordinator? Are they bringing in an entirely new staff? How does he view Mac Jones and how he was treated this year? How does he view Bailey Zappi? What are they going to do with the number three overall pick? All of these questions on offense are now going to start to be asked, and that to me is the number one concern throughout the offseason. So just to sort of back it up a, a minute or two with Mayo, I think it's worth noting that if you look at Bill Belichick's history in the draft, and I'm going back to 2000, right? So no first-round pick in 2000. First In 2001, Richard Seymour, sixth overall, Hall of Fame player. Um, Ty Warren, 13th overall get up to I'm, I'm looking basically for top 15 picks of the Patriots era Gerard Mayo 2008 10th overall uh and then I think you have to move all the way up I mean, this guy just doesn't pick in the top 10 very often um Mac Jones 15th overall is the only so I mean, those are the three guys three guys he's taken in the top 15 now Mac Jones maybe you could say he was born out of desperation no Tom Brady Richard Seymour, a Hall of Famer, all, like, you know, incredible career, great Patriot. And then Gerard Mayo, 10th overall. He's the highest draft pick, the second highest draft pick Bill Belichick ever took in his tenure. And you can say whatever you want about Bill Belichick, the GM, down the stretch. Belichick had an incredible run in the draft. And the fact that I, – I just think that, like, thinking about – by the way, uh, Gerard Mayo, heavily recruited by NC State, for those that care, I'm sure. Um I, I just think the fact that he took a linebacker that high speaks to not only his skill set, but also maybe more than anything, Gerard Mayo's football intelligence. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you go through New England defenses over this dynasty under Belichick and Brady, a lot of times you point to the cornerbacks. It's like, okay, it was Ty Law, Darrell Reaver, Stephon Gilmore, you know, the 24s, that the, they all wore that number. You kind of hold that there. But the middle linebackers were the – real leaders of that defense go down the line, whether it's Vrabel, Brewski, it, obviously Mayo, Mayo Dante Hightower, you go down the list. That yeah. is a huge, huge run of success that they had with those players. And naturally you got to be smart to hold that position and yeah. Bill Belichick defense to have that green dot to call the defensive plays out on the field. And that was Mayo's job for throughout his tenure and was, it's funny, you know, he's, kind of he's got a whole new chapter in his Patriots history but leading up to it he was kind of in that forgotten not forgotten era but that lack of success 
He didn't win. He, whoa, he really didn't win. Whoa, 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 Let's. I'm talking about Super Bowls, obviously. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They didn't win any Super Bowls. Right. right. <laughs> just, no, they, they went to a lot. They didn't win a Super Bowl. Right. I'm coming off a four thirteen season. Well, I need to at least live the glory days a little bit. Right. This forgotten era of the Patriot, 2008-2015, where they. <laughs> I think he won one Super Bowl. Right. He won one Super Bowl. It was the Seahawks Super Bowl, but he was injured that yeah. year so he didn't you know he yes gets the ring and all of that but even as a head coach he came in in 2019 missed out on the all that next three titles after Tom, it was, oh, he was no. Tom Brady's final year so he's missed out on a lot of championships for a dude that's been linked to the Patriots organization since 2008 he's kind of still missed those windows there but ultimately a, a great Patriot and now let's see what he does as a head coach I would argue that it's possible that he has a chance to have a more successful tenure as a head coach than he did as a player, and that's still a high bar. What uh, What did he do after – what was he doing after he uh, retired from the NFL? Was he Re- – Retired in 2015, I uh-huh. believe, yep. and then – His first he... coaching job was with the Patriots exactly. as an inside linebacker. It's like, exactly. So... He, that's the only job he's ever held. Exactly right. That is so, wild. And... He's an NFL head coach. He's held one coaching job. Like, this is a risky high – I mean – I think I think you I think there's two, there's a couple different ways you can look at it. One, like this is insanely risky, and then two, um, you you like I well I think I think it's interesting to contrast or compare and contrast I guess with the Alabama situation because Bama fans are freaking out right now. Nick Saban bounced on them. He was deciding up until like five minutes before the meeting if he was going to go to like stay or go, and there's no succession plan in place. And to have a succession plan in place this quickly built into the contract so you don't have to do the Rooney rule stuff is fascinating in the NFL. Yeah, and that's a great point to put put out there is that NFL media pointed out like late last night, I think JJ confirmed it as well, yep. that the reason why they were able to make this hiring so quickly is because they put it in his contract. You got to go and remember last year, they came out with an unprecedented statement after missing the playoffs a year ago saying that they were going to look for offensive coordinator candidates and they were in deep discussions with Gerard Mayo as for, to, to stay with the organization with contract extensions. They didn't even announce the contract extension. They just said they were deep in negotiations with Mayo. Ultimately ended up staying, decided not to interview for head coaching positions. And in that contract, they said explicitly that he was a head coach in waiting to Bill Belichick and they filed that with the league and, and under league rules – if you do that, you don't have to go through the Rooney Rule or any other normal hiring procedures. You can just do what the New England Patriots just did this morning and effectively just push him up to that head coaching role, which they did. And I'm with you. It is a, a risky hire for the Patriots yeah. for, because, again, this dude has only lived in the New England Patriots bubble, really has not had a lot of head coaching experience. I And especially, this is where I would have a lot of concern going forward as we mentioned yesterday they still have to hire a gm bill belichick you're replacing two jobs Mm. you better bring somebody in that's experienced you cannot lean on gerard mayo like you leaned on bill belichick as a quasi gm head of football operations in the front office you can't put all that on a guy it's unfair whether or not he's capable of it 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 remains to be seen that's too much to put on him do you, so you think, have to find somebody who is capable of running a front office rather effectively? I wouldn't think that the Patriots even want to do that. No, I don't think so. Yeah, like I would expect that New England is that Bob Kraft wants to bring in 
a GM. I actually saw. Sorry, I was looking. I'm looking at a. I'm trying to find a. Um, trying to find a tweet. The tweet, but it looked like it was like the suggestion was that Dave Ziegler, the old uh, Raiders GM, could be a candidate for this job. Yeah. I actually, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let's um. Let's let's any any other thoughts on Mayo and like like wh- who all right, so who do you think let, let's take a quick break and we come back GM candidates offensive coordinator candidates because I think those two things maybe matter more than anything else when it comes to this this hire uh, we'll do that next. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. So, Gerard Mayo, it is just wild that this is – it's so insane to me that this is like the first – coaching hired <laughs> like the Patriots uh, f- let Bill Belichick go. And inside of 24 hours, have they, I don't know if they've announced it, but I mean like they've, you know, like they've, they've, I mean, hiring Gerard Mayo within 24 hours of letting Bill Belichick walk away is, is pretty wild. Remarkable. Um, I was, at, I mean, just quickly, I was at the presser yesterday in Gillette stadium and yeah. you know, they, they had the, the joint, session where they kind of read statements did you, did didn't you, take any did you questions. Cry? I, I was weeping in the background i don't know if you could hear it on tv but it was <laughs> kind of like a dog shrieking in the background that I, th- I, <laughs> I really like i thought it was a really good presser um i like that they didn't do any questions i know that that's not a very journalistic thing for me to say but the new england media you somebody some people are gonna have to ask tougher questions like who's you know was this was this your idea Bob was this was this your idea Robert was this your idea Bill like I like that they were like Belichick gives a statement he got kind of emotional mm. which you don't see very often he's got more emotional than Bob Kraft did Robert Kraft did Kraft gives a statement they walk off and it's sort of like I don't know it felt like clean it felt clean 
made a Tebow joke. I mean, come on. Tebow was, joke was hilarious. Uh, unbelievable. If you had told me that Bill Belichick's retirement ceremony or whatever we want to call this had more Tebow references than Brady references, I would have thought you were crazy. But Did they not mention Tom Brady? I don't believe he was mentioned during that portion. Robert Kraft took questions later. And was asked, and you know, certainly, you know, his name got brought up because I think somebody asked, you know, how do you view the Brady versus Belichick conversation? And he just gave you the boilerplate. I think that they're both great at what they do, type of thing. But mm. not, neither here nor there. In that press conference, he said, "We're going to work quickly." And now, did I think it was going to be <laughs> twenty-four pretty, hours? Yeah, right. No, of course not. But was it going to end with Gerard Mayo? I was kind of leaning that way the whole time. So okay, maybe, maybe I'm not that surprised by it because. I don't think that they operate blowing in the wind. I don't think that just because Mike Vrabel becomes you available, said that yesterday. they say, okay, let's go with Mike Vrabel. They can maybe have that conversation thinking he might be, but clearly as we're kind of learning that they put all this stuff in his contract, it was always going to be Mayo, and, and they were pretty firm on that. He is now the youngest head coach in the NFL, beating out uh, Sean McVay, which is – Kind of fascinating as well. Uh, the names mentioned, Ian Rappaport, um, this is about 20 minutes ago, actually, uh, noted that Dave Ziegler, John Robinson, Chiefs assistant GM Mike Borgonzi, uh, 49ers assistant GM Adam Peters, and Bengals executive Trey Brown mentioned as possible candidates to join Gerard Mayo um, in the as, as his GM. I would assume... That what we're going to see, Sully, is a is a change in, in the setup here, permanent setup for the Patriots, where Bill Belichick had final say on everything. I would guess that the that you will see um, the GM report separately. The GM and the this is just my guess, and you, maybe you know differently, but the GM report and the coach report both separately to Robert and Jonathan Kraft as different entities, sort of a more modern NFL front office. Yeah, this is what I was was going to be interested in after we learned that they were parting ways, the Patriots and Bill Belichick, was who was going to get hired first? And yeah. if it was going to be a head coach, does this make the Patriots a less desirable landing spot for a GM because you have to be okay with Gerard Mayo being your head coach? And is yeah. this the guy that you want to hit your wagon to if you're a first-time GM? You know, those are the questions you have to start asking yourself. I mean, you, you have to have worked in the with the Patriots to have any experience with Gerard exactly. Mayo because that's the only place he's ever been is playing in New England, personal life for four years, and then coaching in New England. Like, that's, that's it. Exactly. And, and so I'll be curious to see who the candidates are. I would agree. I think that they are going to go more Patriot-centric. Yep. I think Elliot Wolf is someone in-house – that makes a lot of sense. Same thing with Matt Groh, even though I think Wolf might have a little bit more of a leg up, has a little bit more outside of the Patriots experience. I yeah. believe he was, what was he? Was he the GM of the Browns or was he? No, uh, assist, the, I think he was the assistant GM of the Browns. Let me double check. I mean, obviously his dad, Ron Wolf. Um, he was assistant a, general manager of the Browns. I have yeah, right assistant, yeah, that's right. Okay. I got that right. Nice. Um, <laughs> he was assistant GM of the Browns, has been somebody that constantly has their name brought up. Now, look, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not knocking Elliot Wolf at all, but I mean, the, the last name, I mean, like, there, you know, like when your last name's Wolf, right? One, uh, you know, Ron Wolf helps you in terms of you getting job interviews. Also, your last name's Wolf. Like, you're just going to get, you're going to get more interviews when your last name is Wolf. Yeah. Like, true. people, you know, this guy's a savage. It's like, no, no, he's actually a meek and sort of like, he's kind of a nerdy football guy, but, you know, his, his last name's Wolf. Um, yeah, no, I think that's a great call on the in house thing. 
I, I John Robinson feel like kind of got a bad rap in terms of the publicly like them not going with Vrabel means that Mike John Robinson is on the table. I think um, Ziegler just fired by the Raiders, but it was so quick that they could definitely bring him back. I do think that you know you have the number three pick. You have a young coach. Now, look, the, the issue is that if you, if you take this GM job, just based on the things that Bob, Robert Kraft has done and said, you're going to be the first. If, if things don't work out, it's not going to be Gerard Mayo who gets playing first, I would right. guess. GM who gets playing first. That's, that's what I would assume, too. And just a couple other names that I want to throw out there. You know, one that's very popular this cycle and, and pretty far down the road with the Washington Commanders is Adam Peters. Yep. He, he's somebody that at least has some ties to the Patriots organization, was with them as a scouting assistant in 2003. I didn't realize that. In 2004, he was – I have it right here. Uh, pro, uh, pro scouting duties in 2005, and then he was an area scout for three seasons from 06 to 08. So he was – you know, started out again, certainly not where he is now at the San Francisco 49ers organization, but there's at least some familiarity with Adam Peters, who is a very hot name this hiring cycle. Like I mentioned, you know, a lot of reports point to him being down the road pretty far with the Washington Commanders, but he's somebody, if I'm Robert Kraft, I'm trying to bring in. Dave Ziegler is somebody who I actually think, you know, talk. I, I think he was putting the Patriots in the right direction mm. when he started handling the draft a few years ago and certainly obviously helped him get a, a job with the Raiders as GM. I think he's someone I would pay attention to is again, yep. I think you're looking at somebody with Patriot roots. I don't think that they're going in a direction where I think you have Atlanta to do somebody. In. I think you yeah. have like, I mean, seriously, if like Adam Peters, I mean, Adam Peters, you know, even the connections in 2003, like he was there. He doesn't, I mean, he uh, very does not likely, no, like you could work with somebody you've never worked with before. That happens all the time sure, in, yeah. in, in, in the NFL and everywhere in, in life. But I do think just the fact that this is a handpicked Patriots guy he is, you know, you, you cannot know how good of a coach he's going to, how he's going to be like, like this is just one where if you, if you like, if you, somebody's out there grading head coaching hires, like whether it's an A or an F, like, you don't know, right? Like, and unless you, I mean, you have to be like, you have to be like on the Patriots coaching staff or in the Patriots building to re, to really know. And even then, I don't think you'd be that sure. Obviously, the Kraft family quite um, quite confident. I, I think you mentioned this in the, before the break, but offensive coordinator matters too, big time, like, big time. I mean, Bill Belichick's biggest downfall very well could you could argue has been his offensive coordinator selection this what fifth time around that Josh McDaniels has left I mean you know you, you go through it the Patriots averaged the lowest points and the lowest yards per game since 1992 it's it was a by, by the Patriots or by the, NFL? the Patriots organization okay okay franchise like, franchise God. low no it wasn't that bad no, I was like did, the Jets did, have did, might have that one uh I was like do they did you not remember the 2010 Carolina Panthers with Jimmy Clausen like <laughs> But it was a bad year for Patriot standards. And the question now is how much of that, those issues were reported dysfunction between the coaching staff with Bill Belichick and, and, and Bill O'Brien and all of that. Cause there's some scuttlebutt that, you know, it was kind of awkward that Gerard Mayo was this head coach in waiting. And there was, you know, some, some weird, all right. In hindsight, in hindsight, that makes a lot of sense. Right. I mean, when you like, <laughs> all right, when we have, it's like the office episode, when you have two managers, you, you really might not well, have one. Well, you, but you were saying, you were like, you know, last, and I, I mean, I remembered it because we, we briefly talked about it, but like had sort of forgotten just how 
like Bill Belichick is, you know, it's like, bro, we're not saying he's on the hot seat. No, let's not. Let's not. That, that was the, that was the last offseason was the, he is kind of on the hot seat, but we can't say he's on the hot seat because exactly. that's ridiculous because he's Belichick. There was that cycle. But like in this same time frame, we're like, well, let's hold off on putting Bill Belichick on the hot seat. The Patriots g- gave Gerard Mayo a in his contract that said, you could be the next coach. Like you don't do that if that's not fairly imminent in hindsight. No, 100%, 100%. And I think that that's probably why things got a little uneasy this season. But I'm curious, you know, as we're as we're looking at this offense, it, it, there's just a lot of questions. You know, yes, how does Mayo build the staff? Is it Bill O'Brien going to remain as the offense coordinator? But more importantly, who are the players? Like, yeah, yeah okay, way fine. More you, can, you can have, you know, Bill O'Brien calling the offensive plays or bring in the, the next McVay protege or Kyle Shanahan protege fine I would I would love that but if it's Mac Jones throwing to a Juju Smith-Schuster on one knee it's just not going to do anything for you and so I'm curious to see what the collaboration is going to be with this new GM and how he views the number three overall pick how he views you know this overall roster does he feel like he's a aggressive pursuit of Kirk Cousins and Marvin Harrison Jr. away from competing. I would say probably not, but I don't know. You know, I want to see what ultimately they kind of go down in this regard because I'm a little bit nervous that they're going to go too far into the, well, we know this person. Well, we know this person. We've worked with this person before. Okay, that's great, but if they're still having those same Patriot tendencies of bringing in players mm. that have low ceilings that are a little bit safer. That's not going to do you much good. Yeah. That that's a, that's an interesting discussion too. Like what will the philosophical approach be? What will Gerard May's philosophical approach be in terms of like, is he going to try and be Bella? Because every, I mean, who's the Belichick coaching limb that's, that's succeeded, you know, like really succeeded. I mean, you could say like Bill O'Brien had a run. And, like he's probably the best. Probably it in feels, in, in his run in Houston. And, feels the most stable. He was the most stable. Oh, stable. Yeah, yeah. I said Dable. I was like, no, no, no. I, was like, I, I feel like Dable's like not necessarily. I feel like Dable's a more McDermott than. Like he worked for Belichick, but he also worked for Saban. I mean, yeah, yeah B- Dable doesn't feel like a, a Belichick coaching tree, but yeah, I think right. Bill O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, traded DeAndre. I like, like that's the best run anybody's had. Um, so I think that I think it's really important for Gerard Mayo to sort of be his own coach, and that's hard to do when you take over the team that Belichick ran for twenty years as a dynasty, and that you that you played on. Like he is going to try and keep the Patriot way intact. Like, how is he not going to keep the Patriot way intact? Now, maybe the personnel stuff is different. But like his, I, I mean, and this is this cuts both ways because I do think that a lot of times when NFL coaches are hired, they lean too frequently on like, oh, I, you know, I'm gonna like bring in my buddies, right? Like, there's a buzz that Doug Peterson is, you know, like seats a little toasty because if he won't get rid of Press Taylor, you know, it's like, dude, that's why you got fired in Philly. <laughs> like, like, maybe, maybe, maybe Press, maybe, maybe just quit Press Taylor, but with. So with Mayo, you don't have any like, you don't have that because he's so insulated, and like he just doesn't have a, like who's he like he can't really just hire a bunch of his cronies from his last stop because he's had done have any other stops. At the same time, he's so insulated that you wonder can he hire outside of the Patriot organization? Right. I don't want to contradict myself too much because I did say I like the hire because I want them to yeah, keep I, the culture intact. 
But I think both things can be true. I think that yeah. you can keep the overall DNA Culture. structure, whatever you want to call it, intact, but also throw in your new wrinkles. Because that's the only way that this thing's going to work, is if you actually be Gerard Mayo and you don't be the Bill Belichick disciple 2.0 update. Yeah. Like It's just not... It's just not going to work. It, we've never seen it work in Detroit with Matt Patricia. It certainly hasn't worked with with uh, Josh McDaniels. Any of those guys that tried didn't to work with Romeo Belichick. Cornell, didn't work with Eric Mangini, didn't work, didn't work with anybody. And those are all different franchises. Now that you're actually wearing the Patriots yep. logo and you're trying to do all the same stuff, it's just going to ring hollow. I actually don't believe Mayo's going to have that much of a problem with it. I don't see him as that guy that tries to be somebody he isn't. So I'm not overly concerned with that. I'm more concerned with the thing that you mentioned. He's inexperienced, and he hasn't lived a lot of football life or any football life outside of Foxborough. So who are you picking, and who are you, where are your relationships to bring in outside voices, specifically on the offensive side of the ball? Yep, agree completely. Uh, any any cl- any clue whatsoever what they do? On a, I mean, it'll probably be a while, I think, on offensive coordinator. And then one more thing, and we'll get out of here, but the offensive coordinator, also the quarterback. It yep. can't be Mac. I don't believe so. I think Mac's done. I think you got to use it. I think you're either – I'll be curious to see – and I think this is really interesting too. They're picking third overall. We, we chronicled it earlier. Belichick picked sixth overall to start – kickstart really to kickstart his his run with Richard Seymour. This is the highest the Patriots have picked – Since Bledsoe. Since Bledsoe. Yep, absolutely. I'm curious to see because I don't think that Bill Belichick would ever trade from three to one – because it's so expensive. I'm curious to see what this front office, whoever's in the new front office and this coaching staff, because Gerard Mayo is going to like, he's going to have some input into whether or not I think the Patriots trade up for a quarterback. The bears have the first overall pick from Carolina. Yeah, if they, if they stick with Caleb Williams or trade, maybe they don't be traded. But like the point being is like, what what will this front office do at quarterback? Will they be aggressive in trading up in a way that the Patriots haven't done? Because that's that's that would change sort of the entire ecosystem of the NFL. If suddenly the Patriots were a team that is you know not trading backwards in the draft. Yeah, I said it this morning that, you know, because they were asking me about this very question. What do you think they do at number three? Would you be okay with it not being a quarterback? And I would be fine if it wasn't a quarterback because if they view it as they want to bring in Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson and they get Marvin Harrison Jr., okay, fine. I can't really fault you with that. You know, if you think that you're that close. Again, I would have my doubts, but neither here nor there. The one thing that I did point out was, a lot of people look at this and say, oh, well, they're going to go the conservative approach, offensive tackle and trade down for a few fir- for a few firsts or a few seconds. We don't know that. We're operating under uh, an assumption that the, it's going to be the exact same Patriots right. operated under Bill Belichick. They could move up. They could stay pat. This is a totally different organization than it was 24 hours ago. And it could stay the same. But on that note, they also could be this super aggressive team that says, you know what? Hey- we're going for broke. We're getting Caleb Williams. Dave Ziegler went out and traded two first round picks for Devontae Adams. Like he and Josh McDaniels did that. I mean, that, that, that wasn't something that they like there was a direction of like an edict from ownership. You know, that like they they were like, hey, let's go get Devontae Adams and pair him with Derek Carr. I mean, there's we've seen Bill again, Bill O'Brien traded DeAndre Hopkins for a running back. Like the, the, there is no guarantee whatsoever that the philosophical approach John Robinson traded AJ Brown for a first round pick. There's no guarantee whatsoever that the philosophical approach of the Patriots from a roster construction standpoint, nor should, nor should there be 
Mm. Like I guarantee that it's the same because it didn't work the last couple of years. Um, you know, I, I just think I think that's a fascinating aspect. All right, that'll do it for us. Anything else on on Mayo? Uh, no, I think that I think we covered it. Well, I, a real unknown, a real fascinating hire, first hire of the twenty twenty four NFL off season. Sully, as always, buddy, a pleasure. Talk to you soon. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.